guys, welcome back to Style and Direction. I know it's been a while. We say that every episode. We do say that every episode because it's always going to be a while. We're trying not to do that. We're going to start doing shorter, kind of more. I mean, know. I know we said that the last time too, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get back on that. We're gonna get back on. It's kind of like a horse. Train. Oh, see, yeah. I went with the horse analogy. I did gravy because that's what I had for breakfast. Just a hot piping bowl of gravy. Like no biscuits. No biscuits. Only gravy. My biscuits are burning. Yep. When's the last time you watched Toy Story 2? Uh, it's been a while. That's funny. That's yeah. really funny. That's no, funny it's, it has. Um, it's been a very long time. I think I saw the first one about a year ago, and that was my mm-hmm. favorite movie when I was a kid. The second I one? Like, I mean, I like Toy Story 2 because how many Star Wars parallels there are, and the opening is really cool. The video mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Like uh, that, I knew the, uh, like, you know, I knew that reveal before i knew the darth vader reveal oh my god i think you might i might be right for that one yeah i think my parents must have told me was like oh yeah like it's a parody of darth vader i'm like who's darth vader i'm I'm probably sure i should have watched star wars by then i don't know it was 1997 or 1998 or something it was right after the prequels came out the first one yeah um but for those of you who are listening and don't know who we are my name is ethan wong i'm spencer Adi. I think we don't actually say our last name until the end. Actually, <laughs> well, we do weird. now. It's it's a it's a face reveal, except our last names. It's like one of those <laughs> things where, like, it's you know when when you play Super Smash Brothers, like a new challenger approaches, you see the outline. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing for people. We we're we're entering the game. Player two has entered the game. Yeah, we are gonna be in the next Smash. That has that that's, is that's, confirmed. I'm technically in the current Smash because I made a character named Ethan that looks like me, and it's a me brawler. Nice. Well, I'm gonna be in Smash, but I'm just I'm just a Meta Knight clone. So, speaking of clones, <laughs> Star Wars Star episode two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but anyway, guys, today we are here to talk to you about black tie. Now, Black tie, white tie, morning dress, and just kind of like, you know, Just all of it wear. in general. Yeah, all, because the, all the stuff that people say, oh, you have to just wear this thing and nothing else. We're going to talk about right. how you could have fun with it. Exactly. And again, the reason why is because uh, we just want to make more more videos out there mm-hmm. and video videos. Whoa. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're looking <laughs> Freudian at each other. Slip. <laughs> yeah. I must want to fuck a video. Um, yep. But uh, <laughs> we want to make some more content. And uh, it's you know these things are basically considering the last one about the uh, about like making a basic wardrobe or whatever. Mm-hmm. These are our way of kind of putting our own ideas out there, getting the basics and the opinions yeah. of Spencer and Ethan, and and I guess the blog in in uh, by extension. Mm-hmm. So why not talk about black tie? Yeah, because, I mean, we are uh, going to an event. By the time this episode will have come out, we've probably already been there. We're going to a black tie we'll find event. Out. Yeah, we'll find, we'll out. find out. Yeah, We'll find out. But, but honestly, I mean, the reason why, before we lead up to it, it's, let's just get out of the way. It's a, it's a Dapper Day uh, collaboration with the L.A. Philharmonic at the Walt mm-hmm. Disney Concert Hall. Yep. Um, I, if that's not a black tie event, and it technically, I mean, you isn't. could... <laughs> <laughs> it technically isn't, but, but we're doing it anyway. We're doing, yeah. I mean, it's 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 at eight o'clock. It's in the evening. It's the Philharmonic, and we're not farmers. <laughs> yeah, it's after six. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, Spencer and I, Spencer, Spencer and I, 
Spencer and I, The King and I sequel, mm-hmm. uh, have been wanting to do a black tie event for so long. I think we one of our first episodes of this of 2018 was talking about when I went to the Cicada Club at the end of 2017. Man. And uh, they, that was a long time ago. But mm-hmm. um, we didn't go to the Cicada Club this year, uh, basically because we don't swing dance. We're not really into that. Um, doesn't make sense to pay to go to an event that, that we we're just don't kinda participate kinda stand in. Yeah, I'm not going to pay to then buy a drink. Yep, and then like you, you know, know drive to downtown LA. Yeah. And yeah, and I mean, and it's also not worth it just for the pictures mm-hmm. uh, either. So um, we, we waited a little bit. We uh, thought we were going to have a black tie event late December. That fell through, but fate intervened, and and the evening event came through in the form of Dapper Day mm-hmm. and. Uh, I was talking to Justin, and he said, to, yeah, we're trying to do some, some <coughs> evening events. And now there's going to be one at LACMA, not really black tie, but then there is a Philharmonic one, which is a bit more black tie appropriate. I mean, when you watch Frasier, whenever they go to the opera, they're usually in black tie. Yeah. I, mean, I think in every episode where they go to the opera, they're wearing tuxedos. Mm-hmm. And this is no, this, we're not like trying to be Frasier, but I mean, that's like the probably the most appropriate time to wear a tuxedo in in. Southern Lo- Southern California or Los Angeles. Yeah, because we're not like we're not going or to whatever. But this and is even at a wedding, you know. Okay, listen. Let's talk about where you can where you can wear black tie in in our own context. Okay, in our con so in our context, maybe a wedding, maybe a wedding. It depends and on what even, the invitation says. Yeah, it depends on what the invitation says, and more likely than not, I mean, it's probably if you're going to be wearing black tie at a wedding, you're probably going to be one of the best men or the groom. In that case, you probably don't get to choose what you wear. Right. Oh, this is also the first but, episode we're recording since I've left Men's Warehouse, so I can I can. So no uh, more no more tux rentals. Where I rented tuxedos for like two or three years, so I can now talk shit on uh, tux rentals. They're they're bad. We'll get into that later. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, so other than like, wedding, what is what is there? Maybe if you go to some like movie premiere. I mean, it's L.A. This is yeah. so L.A. Yeah, there's a there's it's, there's not a zero percent chance you could you know be a filler at the Oscars, you know, mm. or maybe I don't know, <laughs> go to some dinner thing. I yeah, don't know. like charity charity galas, whatever. Yeah, um, and then of course there is the Cicada Club. You know, usually. Um, men's or people tend to do things for new years mm-hmm. uh, i know that the vintage people tend to do one i think nicole uh owner of paper moon vintage one of our favorite vintage stores uh has one it's not only open invitation but you know i I've, I've seen on facebook you know she'll have one and some people wear black tie or white tie mm-hmm. and it's anyway it seems like a lot of fun yeah um but uh but yeah i mean you're probably gonna have a, a moment <coughs> where you're gonna have to wear black tie yeah. i mean might not it's probably not gonna be zero um uh, but maybe not more than three (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i mean black tie i think everyone talks about how you know how formal it is how many rules there are yeah which is which leads to the question why are we excited about wearing black tie if both of us right now are wearing a lot more separates than we are suits and kind of like and and here's the answer it looks fucking cool. It looks really cool. Neither of us I mean, really like wearing black suits, but you have to admit there's something to a black suit <laughs> that just looks awesome. Or a black dinner suit, you mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I mean tuxedos. A uh, little history here: tuxedos are also called, you know, they go by evening wear or evening suits, dinner yep. suits, dinner jackets, or what have you. Um, that's basically what they were for. You know, when you back in the day when the rich people would have you know multiple outfits you know they would when they would 
go to an event or something in the morning, they'd wear a morning dress, mm-hmm. the morning equivalent of a tuxedo or the day equivalent, exactly. Then, you know, if they had a job, they'd wear their business suit and then they'd come home and change into their evening suit Either for dinner. Either black tie or white tie. Black tie yeah. being the more casual of the two. Yeah, you know, say, like, if you were going to go eat dinner at your own home with, like, a couple of friends, maybe you'd be in black tie. And if you went to, like, a restaurant or you'd have, like, a celebration for an evening, maybe you'd be in white tie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't really happen anymore. <laughs> no, uh, and especially, I think, black tie is probably the most formal you'll el- you'll ever have it in the United States. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, obviously, you still see that, again, like we said, certain weddings... Um, Movie premieres, fancy dinners. Um, the Met Gala is supposed to be white tie, but usually the people go in black tie. Yeah, don't actually wear white tie. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. So that I mean, yeah, like we said, we're very excited to wear it because we don't have an opportunity to wear it. Uh, we both own tuxedos, yep. and you know, it's it's kind of like the thing we don't like being minimalistic in what we're wearing, but when you kind of adhere to black tie, it looks really cool. Uh, minimalism in that case, I think looks pretty dang awesome, you yeah. know, and, and it, especially, yeah. especially like this is one opportunity where just knowing how things are supposed to fit can really, really benefit you because if you're at a black tie event and most guys are wearing rented tuxedos for men's warehouse or fryer tux that do not fit right. And you're in your own, like, you know, either if you're, if you're lucky, you have like a bespoke rig. <laughs> Or just like something that you tailored for yourself, people are gonna say that looks good. Yeah, no, and I mean, you see the pictures of you know golden era Hollywood and seeing how well they fit into their tuxedos, and it's like I want to look like that. And yeah, like one of my favorite photos of all time, and we'll link this in the show notes or some, something. I don't know. Yeah, is Clark Gable in a tuxedo, and it's just like I, it's so cliche to be like, oh, Clark Gable, but still, I'm like, damn, that's. That's so what that fits so good. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I I tried wearing a black tie or wearing a tuxedo every year um, for a long time. You know, I, I mean, it, it wasn't maybe not correct, but I, th- I remember buying like a dinner jacket from H and M with mm-hmm. like slightly matching pants, also from H and M. That I, you know, I'm not sure that they were from the same set or anything, but I just wore it, and yeah. you know, it, it's cool. I mean, it like. There's something about, like, the satin on the lapels or grow grain, whatever, you know, whatever you happen to find. And, you know, putting it together as a part of, like, a a unit <laughs> or a uniform, it's, it, it looks simultaneously interesting and not interesting at the same time. Like, it's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's literally two colors, black and white, but I think that's what makes it so endearing because it's like, how do you make this interesting? And we'll probably get into that in a little bit as well. Yeah. Um, but so for those of you who don't know black tie, um, it's basically a suit, uh, by that we mean matching pants with matching jacket made of the same Mm -hmm. material. It's not just like a random black jacket with random black pants. Um, they're made of the same material. The jacket will have, uh, some sort of facing on the lapels and the lapels will be peak or shawl. Uh, skip the notch, Mm -hmm. please. Um, and the, the satin will be, or the facings will be matched onto the side stripe of the pants. And the yep, side stripe, well just the bow tie. yeah, and same thing with the bow tie, yeah. Uh, the side, the the stripe on the trousers, kind of bring to mind, you know, like military like uniforms or, for lack, if you guys don't know about that, maybe like band uniforms. They have like you know a stripe yep. on the side. Uh, and another quick thing yeah. about being working in tux rentals, guys hate that stripe. They oh, it's oh it. yeah, I know it's weird. 
Like yeah, they're like, do you have tux pants without the stripe? I'm like, no, because then they wouldn't be tux pants. They'd be regular dress pants. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then you have different facings. Like you have satin, which is just straight smooth. Uh, mm-hmm. Grosgrain, which is uh, has a little bit of like it a... Like a wheel, a twill. That's right. Oh, yes, that's mm-hmm. right. Um, and then you would also have a grow grain bow tie or a satin bow tie. Yep. Um, and you know, I have a 1930s tuxedo. Mm-hmm. That's it's a three piece. It has a matching evening vest because you're always supposed to have the waist area covered with a tuxedo. It's you know, it's a little bit of uh, you know, you don't show the midsection. You want it to be kind of like a continuous. Uh, continuous form i guess i don't know yeah. what you call it like when you're when you're standing um so you don't always have to have your tuxedo jacket closed because you have this waist covering it's usually gonna, either going to be a cummerbund or a like a low a low cut evening vest by low i mean it's yeah, going to be kind of like a u shape or a very mm. deep v with like you know a couple of buttons and those vests are a lot harder to find now because most guys just opt for like a regular daytime vest a daytime vest well, you know, just like a, a regular regular vest, regular waistcoat. Oh, oh okay, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it'll, it might still be black, but it won't be, it won't be a, uh, a like a low cut evening vest because it's supposed to be low cut. Because yeah. a, a, a tuxedo jacket is usually one button for single breasted mm-hmm. and then double breasted for you know the double breasted one it's looks pretty much like a usually suit. Just has one functioning button. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's usually either a. Um, a four-on-one, four on one. or it could be a four-on-two without any uh, chest or, or nipple but, but, uh, buttons, <laughs> as I call them. Um, yeah, but Falcon. Yeah, who's excited? Uh, <laughs> or it's cold in here. Um, mm. But, yeah, but, I mean, they're typically low-cut because of because it's a one-button jacket. One-button suit, uh, suit jackets are usually low low buttoning, and so you're kind, mm-hmm. of, you're kind of matching that uh, with, the, with, the, uh, with the waistcoat. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's the basic rundown of what a tuxedo is. And, you know, my, my tuxedo has an evening vest. It's got a really interesting, like, I don't know what you call it, like the, like a weird decorative wool embroidery thing. Weave. Embroidery on, yeah. like, on the body with, like, like pretty giant um, shawl lapels mm-hmm. on the waistcoat. And then the jacket itself is peak lapeled satin. And then the side stripe actually has satin embroidery around the center um, solid uh, satin stripe going down the side of the pants. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. It's got like kind of a, a pagoda shoulder, but that's just the one time I actually like structure because the tuxedo looks really cool. It also fits really close to the body because it's probably the early 30s. The pants are flat fronted. Um, and I think the pants have a little bit of a flair to them. So they're kind of like a cool young collegiate-esque kind of thing. And, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, and it looks, it looks really cool. I mean, yeah, it looks kind of like the, um, I mean, when I was buying it, I wanted like, yeah, I want that Clark Gable picture of him. Like that's, that's what I want to look like. And And we'll, we'll include photos of this stuff somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have like a separate blog post with just like show notes. Actually, I'm going to start doing that. Maybe I should start just doing show notes and then, uh, that way MJ who is editing the podcast, uh, guys, uh, shout out to MJ, uh, our friend who edits the podcast. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, we'll we'll include all these pictures in there so you guys can follow mm-hmm. along. Um, and uh, and yeah, it's like a guided tour, a three hour tour, Gilligan's Island. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and we, you know, one of these days maybe we'll have like a uh, style and direction jokes explained dot com where we <laughs> yeah, we'll have, have a wiki that <laughs> a wiki of all the jokes <laughs> and references that we do like 
and at 16 minutes, they make reference to Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's Island was a show. <laughs> we just needed TV tropes paid. We needed TV <laughs> tropes paid. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that that's my black tie rig. Spencer, why don't you talk about yours? So, my black tie rig is I have one that's from the early 40s. It's a double-breasted one. Uh, it's a four-on-two um, with pleated trousers, pretty wide legs, very high rise. And like Ethan's, it's also very structured. Um I do also have a vest. It didn't come with it, but I bought it from our friend Benny. And it is from like and the, the early 1910s or something like that. Oh, damn. So I forgot that you have this thing. It's the oldest piece of clothing I own. And if I'm recalling correctly, I'm tempted to go like grab it right now from my closet. It has these like uh, kind of stripes on it. It's like satin and it has these like satin stripes on it. Um, but I, at 17, 16 or 17 years old, uh, in my hubris, wore that to a school dance and ripped the side. Luckily, it's on the seam, but I should have known not to wear a 100-year-old garment to a dance. So I need to get that repaired. Um, that's one of the reasons why black... I'm, I'm scared of my vest, because I think I might have to just mm-hmm. replace the back, because it fits so close like it's <laughs> yep. like it looks great but i'm like I'm, i mean i'm a photographer as you guys know or if you didn't uh-huh. know i'm a photographer um so i'm kind of scared like if i move my chest kind of weird i mean the armholes are are pretty nice it's just i mean it's cut like my ch- it's like it's so it's so sexy no it's yeah. it's just yeah it's just really close fitting i mean that's how a waistcoat should feel but but if but with, if it's very very old, <laughs> yeah, and it's and you're not wearing like a flannel where there's a little bit of give or wool or whatever. It's kind of like this kind uh-huh. of embroidered it's whatever, scary. whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean that's basically that's what we and Spencer wear. I think Spencer wore it to his his dad's wedding. I uh, wore it to our first New Year's outing. Yeah, um, and then um, since then we haven't really, I haven't really broke. I, I broke mine out last year because I bought it. At the end of 2017, for that event, yeah, yeah, and I got to wear it. But now I have because before the before that, I would tend I would wear like random tuxedo pants. Like I would find them on eBay for like twenty bucks. Uh, number oh, one yeah, thing, tu- vintage tuxedos tend to be really cheap because, because everyone had them, but people didn't wear them a lot. Yeah, and then also things get separated a lot, so sometimes you'll find. I mean, if you didn't want to pay like a hundred to two hundred bucks for a vintage tuxedo, you could probably find like separates. Um, which we d- I don't recommend at all. Uh, but if you thought yeah. maybe you'd want to wear a dinner jacket, which we'll talk about after this, mm-hmm. um, you can probably find 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, you know, tuxedo pants on on uh, on eBay or Etsy or something like that. And that's, that's how I cheap, got yeah. away for a long time because I never found a dinner, like a, a jacket I liked. Because I, I think mm-hmm. I thrifted a 30s DB jacket. I wore it with like 40s pants and it didn't really go well because the 30s jacket was really close fitting with narrower shoulders and the pants were just like huge because they were like double mm-hmm. pleated and whatnot. Uh, and with a wide leg opening because pleats don't always mean the pants are baggy. Just saying. Nope. Um, but yeah, so a lot of people, when, they, when we talk about black tie or especially on MFA where I'm I'm a fairly frequent user, a lot of people say they don't want to wear a tuxedo or they don't want to wear a full one because it's kind of boring. And like we said earlier, mm-hmm. you know, while that's kind of true, it's just two colors, it's a matching suit. I, we like the look. It's cohesive. I mean, there's a lot of people who say suits look better than separates because of how they make your body look. You know, it's a complete silhouette. Um, it's slimming because it's all one color or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we realize that guys don't want to be boring. <laughs> yep. 
And so this is this leads into more tales of me renting stuff. I would often get people who are like, I need to co- choose like a fun vest or a fun tie or something like that. So no, you I don't can stand out. No, you don't. And you know, they would, yeah, they don't. So that's, that's one way you don't want to, if you want to look good in black tie, don't do that. Like, I mean, okay. Spencer bought a, yeah. a fun evening vest to go with it, and that works. You could also, exactly. as long as, yeah, it's, yes. as long as it's in the same vein, like again, look at, like, eBay I think, I think you can get away wear. with some, like, you know, non black, Vests or tie. I mean, there. I mean, there. There are examples um, in the show notes that we'll show you. There's like you know a couple of like contrasting cream evening vests. Or there's one photo that used to be my phone background where it's like a dude in a shawl collar tuxedo, um, and you can see peeking out from the lapels, he's wearing like a red vest, which I think looks great. Something subtle like that. Um, Or you can kind of. I wouldn't wear this. But I'm sure someone out there can make it good, look good, like the fun kind of 50s, 60s, like plaid cummerbund and bow tie set. But that's going to get into like kind of nerd, uh, obnoxious territory really easily. So you have to be nerd. careful with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think so the main way we, that we would recommend, you know, spicing things up. Uh, again, it, this kind of harkens back to our talk on the uniform where we have interesting ties with conservative mm-hmm. suits or jackets. Uh, you could have a a cool dinner jacket. And dinner yeah, jackets are exactly. separate than a tuxedo jacket because dinner jackets are the sport coat of of evening wear. You know, they're not meant – they don't have any matching pants. They mm-hmm. are meant to be worn as a statement piece. Um or as just like a, something contrasting, you know, like think think of, you know, like Bogart wearing the white dinner jacket with black pants. That's probably the exactly. evening wear equivalent of wearing a navy hopsack jacket with gray flannels. Like that's, yep. it's you know, obviously it's a it's a touch more informal than a full tuxedo, but it's more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and s- yeah, and so you have a couple dinner jackets. Yes, I have I do, like two ish. Yeah, I, two and a half. I guess we'll get into that second. But yeah. Well, yeah. Why don't you kind of go go through yours? Definitely. Um. So the the first one that I ever bought was the one I'm wearing. I'm going to be wearing to the uh, to LACMA. Oh, not LACMA. The Walt Disney Concert Hall. It's technically a smoking jacket. Um. You know. It's so it's made but of who like. Who gives a shit? But who cares? Who who the fuck cares? Um. Yeah. It's it yeah. So it's made of more of like a um not model like a what do you call the wool that they made the work jackets out of? The work, uh, the work vests. What was it called again? Oh, like the, uh, oh, oh, shit! What is it? Like I know what you're talking. It's about. not Melton. merino wool. Melton. Melton. Yeah. It's so it's kind of like a rough, yeah. a rough wool, um, and it's completely, uh, you know, unstructured. Because again, smoking jackets. Not again, because we didn't say this before. But smoking jackets were meant to be worn at home, um, similar to like your your dressing gown, right? Like when you wake up, you put your yeah. dressing gown over your pajamas. So this one, you go home, you take off your suit jacket, you put on your smoking jacket. It's nice, that it's way fancy. Your, your clothes don't smell. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, people think of the, you know, the velvet ones, but mine is older. It's from the 1930s. Completely unstructured. Uh, I don't think there's this there's, there's no canvas in it because <laughs> again, this was meant meant to be worn just at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's got like triple patch pockets with like embroidery, a matching embroidery from the from the cuffs and the pockets to the the shawl collar, um, the shawl collar. And it's like this kind of like burgundy 
purplish color and the embroidery is kind of like a green yellow it's kind of it's very cool and elegant looking mm-hmm. and uh, it's actually on the blog <laughs> from a long from like an article from like f- almost four years ago oh yeah our friends giving and I'm actually have a mustache in that picture, so it's kind of fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's got and it's also got frog closure. Fob, frog. It's frog. It's frog. It's I a think frog. it's frog. <laughs> Pape. This is going to be a Mandela effect if we're wrong. Yeah, uh, but basically that is kind of like it's like so much like a duffel coat where like one end is like a loop, and the other end is like a knotted or some sort of thing, and you just kind of put it through. It's so it's kind mm-hmm. of like meant to be easily uh, closed and opened kind of thing. And so that's, yeah. yeah, so that was the first one I ever bought, um, besides, you know, my odd, uh, tuxedo jackets that did not match the tuxedo pants. Um, you know, obviously Humphrey Bogart and Casablanca, even though I only watched the movie, I think, no, I, I, I watched the movie before I bought this jacket, but you know, everyone knows his iconic, you know, four on one, uh, ivory dinner jacket that he wears that Rick, his character wears. And, you know, I think the, the number one, but I guess garment or piece that people get in that style is usually Palm Beach. And again, mm-hmm. Palm Beach, for those of you who don't know, um, is a fabric that was made of like wool, cotton, mohair, kind of this kind of mix. Um, it wasn't really breathable, but it was kind of like they marketed it so well that it was like the go-to summer fabric of the 1930s to like the 1940s or 50s. And, you know, they, ma- they made couple, a couple of these jackets, um, you know, in... Uh, in you know the dinner jacket configuration and a lot of guys have them a lot of our friends have them i did not find one uh and usually when i did because palm beach is a rare fabric the mill the mill itself not the brand but the mill that made the fabric closed in the 1960s um mm. so it's like you know having one means that you have something between 1930 and 1960 and the dating depends on the label and the fabric and of course the design of the jacket but anyway yep. those these jackets are pretty expensive to find um, and so I didn't find one, but my friend Benny, uh, owner of Reese's Vintage Pieces, not a sponsor, but usually someone we used to go to a lot when we were collecting 30s and 40s, he had a cheap one uh, made of silk. Um, it, so it was like late 40s, maybe early 50s. So the shoulders uh, at the time were very padded, very square. The body fit really close. So you're getting a really masculine look and the, the buttoning stance is a little bit low. Um mm-hmm. Comparative to like you know like a 1930s dinner jacket or the one Rick wears in Casablanca, uh, but you know that was my second kind of dinner jacket and I think my only other dinner jacket that I have. Um, it's it's really nice. I got the shoulder pads taken out of them and and the shoulders taken in because again it was very bold. Um, I don't know when I'm gonna wear it again because I wore it to a tiki night, a Casablanca night at a tiki bar a couple, oh no, like last year I think it was like November. Yeah. 2017 November I, I think um, so I mean, but it's something I have that way in case I don't want to wear a full tuxedo uh, I can break it out and yeah, it's that way you have it that way I have it yeah and it's I mean it's really cool I mean that would be my preferred way of wearing a, a odd uh, odd combo just because again my smoking jacket might be a little bit too rakish for me uh, it's a little, a little bit fancy uh, and again all these things work relatively cheap because no one really wears them Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I bought them and now I have a tuxedo with a set of pants that I can just swap out so I can actually wear those, uh, with those jackets. But Spencer has got like, you know, kind of, kind of more interesting ones too. Why don't you talk about that? So the first one I got, well, actually I think I got the, both of these from the same seller, like the same sale. Um, so I have, I have a, uh, 
like a kind something that's a little bit closer to a dressing well yeah it's a smoking jacket but it is fully belted with like a sash that you that you tie triple patch pocket it has this like it has this red almost kind of light corduroy like maybe crushed velvet fabric to it with um this Hugh is so this is your one, like exactly. this is your Hugh with Hefner uh, one, with then. like you know with darker reddish purple uh, silk lapels and cuffs. Oh man, that's a that's a cool jacket. Um, you bet. <laughs> it's like a amusement park. Um, it's like so an amusement park. Other than that, uh, didn't you buy one also recently? Yes. Uh, well, no. So I the other one I have came like I said. I think it came from the same seller. She posted like two photos on it on Facebook, and I was like, "Can I have them both?" And she was like, "You can buy them both." And I did. And the other one is like I'm looking one from for free, the... but touching is gonna cost you. Exactly. Um, the other one is like a late fifties dinner jacket. It's super cool, uh, as is everything I own. But it's, <laughs> take it from it's me, like, guys. It's cool. It's cool. It's like a very dark red uh, silk. Well, it's it's like a very dark red dinner jacket with kind of like silk brocade embroidery on it with black lapels, shawl collar. Um, one button, it has like cool details like continental cuffs. The button is pretty interesting. I think it's like plastic, but it's very like mid-century. There's like a subtle design on it. But yeah, I love that thing and I've only worn it like maybe twice. Looking forward to wearing it a third time. Uh, <laughs> That's the one you're going to be wearing? Yeah, that's the one I'm going to be wearing. And you'll see the pictures uh, as soon as they come up. Mm-hmm. Um, that's right. So uh, I was going to get one. I, well, I guess we could save this for later when we talk about, like, where to get black tie ones. But there was another one I was I was going to buy, but it sold out before I could. So that's a little sneak pre- preview for later this episode. Yeah. I mean, like in like one minute, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean. So, wh- what are your what are your thoughts on on wearing separates versus wearing a f- cohesive uh, tuxedo? Um, I don't know. I think it's I think it depends on the vibe you're going for. If you're going for something very like clean, then you know, like I get a lot of guys that are like, I want to be like, I want to be like James Bond, and then they show me like a picture of Daniel Craig. And I mean, in that case, for the most part, he mostly he mostly sticks to full tuxedos. I think there's only yeah. one or two movies where he's wearing dinner jackets. Suckter. So, yep, suckter. So yeah, in that case, stick with that. But if you do kind of want to stand out a little bit, but not be too crazy or not be a like not look bad and like a douchebag, then I think dinner jackets are the way to go. I mean, you can have fun with those, and I think there's. Yeah, I, I mean, like, like really tartan good. plaid ones are good for, like, you know, like a 50s, 60s kind of look. Yeah. Um, you know, the white dinner jacket's really good for, you know, again, I mean, that's that's kind of a Bond thing to do as well. But, yeah. you know, they get the Casablanca vibes. Um, or Indiana Jones in Temple of Doom. That's right. That's right. Uh, uh, an underrated tuxedo, ja- a tuxedo outfit or de- evening yeah. outfit, I should say. Which is based on uh, James Bond, right? Yeah, because the story of Indiana Jones was he wanted so he wanted to make a James Bond film, and they were but he, I, I guess at the time he wanted to make him American or something or use an American actor, and they were like hell no like the broccoli people were like nah nah so he's like fine so he made Indiana Jones and that's why each each adventure is kind of standalone he's a different woman in mm-hmm. each one, uh, and he gets to wear a dinner jacket. 
It's also yeah. because I think at the time the, he didn't get the rights to Tintin either. So he's like, I'm just going to make my own version of that. And then later on, he directed the Tintin movie, which is also there good. You go. But Dreams Tintin. do come true. Yeah. I love, I love that uh, Disneyland fireworks. Did you know that? I think it's Remember <laughs> Dreams Come True. I think so. Yeah, that's does, also does that's a really good one. Does Tintin ever wear? Tintin doesn't deviate tuxedo? ever from his. Well, he, okay, so he wears his iconic, you know, jumper with a what do you call it? The plus um, fours, plus fours, and the runaway collar. He does change into like bell bottoms ish, kind of like if you look in like the late sixties uh, adventures, he wears pants uh, mm-hmm. that are slightly flared. Um, but he does wear a suit, but never a dinner jacket. I think mm-hmm. uh, Captain Haddock. Wears white tie, I think, at some point. Maybe at some like, <laughs> like ironic, like oh, like sober sailors of of Europe uh, event. And then he's like drunk or something. Yep. So, uh, but yeah, um, basically the top people, like the top tuxedo people, are usually James Bond or uh, or Rick. What's his last name? Mm-hmm. Rick Moranis. <laughs> Rick Moranis. Yeah. Yeah. From I don't Casablanca. remember his last name. Rick Rick American. Yeah, it's named after him. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, th- I mean, some of the things we'll get into where you can uh, where you can buy the stuff in a second, but I think it's best to talk about what you shouldn't do, mm-hmm. uh, because that way people. I mean, like with suiting, a lot of people get it wrong. Like you can't just. W- I mean, wear whatever you want. I'm, I'm yeah. hoping if you listen to this, you have a little bit of like, well, I want to be better. I have a very intentional look I'm going for. So. Uh, take our words with uh, a grain of salt or take heed or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Take heed, speaking of Indiana Jones, right? Like, he, he holds that, that sign. Sala does. That's correct. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I again, make sure your evening vest. I would say lots of guys get evening vests wrong. This is just mm-hmm. straight up. There's usually when guys do them, you know, unless they're bespoke guys, which, I mean, I'm not a bespoke guy. Actually, yes, I am. You now have, I am. You are now. I am now. Um, well, more on that in the future, another episode. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, unless you can get, like, the, the traditional U-cut, deep V waistcoat, you know, most times you're going to get a, a vest that looks basically like a, a business vest or a suit mm-hmm. vest, and that doesn't really go with a tuxedo. Cause it's oh, not- and also, also, they have to be cut short for high-rise trousers. That's, like, yeah. It's it, it looks really weird if it's like a long vest. In general, you shouldn't wear long vests. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, at this point, I'd rather people wear a cummerbund, and also that's way easier uh, yeah. to find. Uh, cummerbunds are supposed to be meant with the opening facing upward because it's supposed to catch crumbs. I mean, or mm-hmm. as or as the uh, that's the, story that's the legend. Go. That's the legend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because uh, who is it? Like King Henry or whatever was like, I'm gonna eat this sandwich and I want to have crumbs all over me. Also, my <laughs> vest is too tight. I'm gonna unbutton the blast button. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, come on, it's really easy. I mean, that's what I'm doing for the uh, for the event because again, number one, my evening vest. I feel like it's gonna rip if I take pictures and move around with it. And number mm-hmm. two. Um, I don't know. It's ca- it's more casual. Yep. Uh, evening vests are again, I think, should be worn personally with a full tuxedo, uh, a, a matching jacket and pants, as opposed to a, you know, uh, a separate outfit. So that's basically yeah. my thing I, with that. And a lot of guys really hate cummerbunds. At least that was my experience. But I think they look. I personally really like how they look with a shawl collar. A I shawl think, collar tuxedo. Yeah, I mean, you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to wear them fastened. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, or I mean, I think I heard somewhere where like three piece suits aren't also are also not supposed to be worn fastened because you're supposed to have like that kind of like open jacket, but it's still closed off kind of look, and that applies yeah. to tuxedos. Um, so, but yeah, I mean that's why I mean I like them too. You know, whether whether it's shawl or peak lapel, whatever you call it. Oh, I see what you mean. So like shawl needs c- cummerbund, but peak lapel needs the vest. That's what you that's mean. That's my opinion. There yes. you go. Okay, yeah, so I agree. I agree there. Yeah. And I'm we're, and we're wearing shawl collar dinner jackets, so I, the cummerbunds are definitely what you would we would wear yeah. with that. There you um, go. What so, else shouldn't you do? Well, don't wear normal black shoes. I mean, obviously, if you don't yep. have them, I wouldn't say that you have to. Um, you have to go you out can, of your yeah. way. Like, we have a friend that's going with us, and it's like, we were like, don't spend your money on tuxedo shoes you're never going to wear again. Yeah. Get a pair of, like, just regular black Oxfords, and you'll be fine. But if you're going to multiple black tie events a year, you should opt for black tie shoes, which yeah. are either going to be just patent leather Oxfords, just highly polished leather Oxfords. They don't necessarily have to be patent no leather. No one's going to. I mean, people, unless you're going around pity or whatever, no one's going to really going to know. Yeah, without any cap toe, you know, without any broguing, whatever. Or if you're feeling a little bit dandy, you could go with slippers or opera pumps. Yeah. Um, so first, before we get into the opera pumps and slippers, um, I wore, I wore a, what do you call it? Uh, a cap toe brogues. So not just mm-hmm. like a, not even like a regular cap toe. I think you could get away with a regular cap toe without any broguing. You could probably just polish it up and wear it. I wore brogue cap toes in my tuxedo because I... I literally wore that tuxedo once, you know? Yeah. And it's not that big of a deal. No one's really going to notice. Um, and so, yeah, our friend is wearing uh, Capto shoes. Not as much broguing as mine. It's not full brogue, so it'll, it'll be more clean. Um, but I think I personally really love the idea of slippers and, and opera pumps just because I love mm-hmm. loafers. Um, as those of you who read the blog and read the whole thing about uh, why I like derbies and stuff... Um, loafers kind of suck because of the sizing thing but i like how elegant they look people say they look feminine or whatever i don't i don't really care about that but um i mean they make it look more accessible i think just in general just like how penny loafers are probably better to wear than you know any kind of lace up just because they they look really casual Mm -hmm. Um, that's what i'm wearing right now i'm just wearing them with jeans and an ocbd there you go Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, my first choice would be opera pumps, but you don't Let's find those. Let's explain what opera pumps are for those. Opera pumps know. are basically, think of like the shape of like a tassel loafer, uh, but ex- instead of a tassel, you have kind of like a tiny bow. Like and usually a, they're kind of cut a little bit, like the vamp is a little bit lower. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it looks, it, I mean, think, think of like a slipper, but mm-hmm. that's shaped like a tassel loafer has a lower vamp and has a little bow tie on them uh yeah. there i mean there are plain opera pumps too like you know whether velvet or or, or uh, patent leather patent leather um again those are my favorite and guys did wear them in the 20s i don't know actually i don't know about guys but there's an illustration of a guy wearing it with a turtleneck and trousers in like a oh, 1920s nice. like or like a some leon decker-esque illustration that's and that's good. cool um i wouldn't recommend that if you didn't know what you were doing um, yeah, so but that's, that's one way to one. yeah that's an advanced one but if you don't have you know if you wanted to get the most of your money i guess you could do that 
mm-hmm. uh, but I would recommend also velvet slippers, uh, monogrammed or not. Those ones, because they're velvet, they're kind of like the suede of evening wear. So yeah, a bit more casual, a bit more texture, more interesting. Um, mm-hmm. And then monograms are kind of up to you. Uh, I so Spencer and I were graciously gifted a pair from Stubbs and Wooten. Wooten? Yep. Wooten? Wooten? Wooten, I think. Wooten. There's double O's, baby. Um, yeah, I mean, this is not sponsored by them. But uh, we really appreciate it, and I can't wait to break those out. They're they're very cool, because <laughs> the ones you have are, oh yeah. So the ones I have are they're from the Luke Edward Hall, right? Yes, name, that right? both of ours Le- are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The L E H collection from Le- Stubbs and Wooten. Less slippers. Yep. <laughs> we're very cool. We were on Nine Gag a lot when we were kids. <laughs> um. And Rage Comics. Um, uh, so, yeah, th- I mean, the ones I have, so they're, they're the Pegasus ones. Um, again, this post isn't sponsored by them, but they graciously get, get me and Spencer a couple just for being some cool guys. So it makes sense to kind of shout them out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, they, they have kind of like a neon blue, electric blue trim on the uh, around the opening, the vamp or whatever you want to call it, with uh, Pegasus's, Pegasi, you know. And I I really like the idea of an animal one just because I thought that the, like, say anything with, like, a lion. I know a lion's an animal, but, you know, lions are typically pretty, you know, basic ones or like a crown. I thought those were a little bit too basic. Mm. Um, and then I'm not a part of any cool club. I did not go to an Ivy League school. You're not in the not Skull in the and Bones Society. <laughs> no, yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, Duke of Windsor, what a sissy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I just, I never... I thought those were a little bit too rakish and not fitting for me as a regular dude. But I thought that Pegasi, that's correct, right? That's what you call them. Yeah, I guess. Maybe yeah. Pegasus. I thought those were kind of cool. Yeah. But anyway, I thought they were cool. Uh, they kind of got this kind of small cartoony vibe because of how Luke Edward Hall uh, illustrated them. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. And those are my now my go-to slippers um, for evening wear forever now. Mm-hmm. So mine are also, like we said, from the Luke Edward Hall collection. I got the Gladius slippers. And so one of the feet shows a gladiator, sword raised, shield up, ready to fight. And the other foot has a leaping tiger. Rawr. Attention gamers. Yeah. John Wick needs help. (laughs) Exactly. And so they're black with like a white trim on it. So Mm. yeah, again, it's very, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's very cool. My wife. My wife. Um, and, and the cool thing about these slippers is that you can technically wear them separately with other stuff, too. I mean, I there's going to be a blog post about them in the future, you know, but I wore them with, like, uh, a dark suit with a turtleneck and uh, with, what do you call it, um, like a rugged separate, as I call it, like turtleneck with, like, mm-hmm. you know, high-rise denim with, like, a jungle jacket. Uh, basically, very inspired by the guys at Bryceland's and Tony Sylvester, yep. uh, one of our big inspirations. We'll get into that in another episode. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of cool to see how other people wear them separately. And technically, they are slippers, or they're inspired by house slippers. Mm-hmm. So they've got kind of this casual vibe to them, but also an air of elegance because only rich people technically had them. And then the ability to be worn with black tie. Exactly, I'm not sure yeah. what the history of that is or when the first guy did them with black tie. Uh, but they are technically still appropriate. A little bit more casual by most people's standards. But, 
I, I would still wear yeah, it. Yeah, if you're wearing, if you're wearing a dinner jacket them. and you have a pair of uh, opera pumps and slippers, go with the uh, slippers. Stick, keep the uh, opera pumps for the full, full Monty. <laughs> the full Monty. I'm, a, yeah, I'm just letting that one just hang. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, that's basically how Spencer and I approach our black tie and our choices on them. Um, so if you guys are interested in, in doing your own black tie... Uh, whether you are just going out to the town. Again, we don't recommend that. I know. We know some people who are literally like, hey, it's evening. I'm going to wear a black tie now. Yep. I saw. Uh, we're not those guys. I saw a but... post on the Fedora Lounge when I was first like getting into vintage. The Fedora Lounge website, not even the Facebook page. So, you know, I was dedicated. Yikes. But it was a guy that's like, it's. A big FLer. Yep. He was like, well, it's the morning. And I'm going to Starbucks, so I had to break out my morning dress. And even back then, I was like, did you? Did, did you, you have to? <laughs> Can you do that on the balcony, buddy? <laughs> hey, brother. Yep. Uh, don't forget to check out uh, uh, sounddirectionjokesexplained.com <laughs> yep. for the full, <laughs> the full analysis website, of all yeah. the references. Um, Squarespace.com, build it beautiful. <laughs> Please sponsor us. Yep. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, uh, I mean, yeah, we're not those kind of guys who tend to dress up. I mean, if, you know, say we got Subway afterward from our black tie event, <laughs> which, we which did. might happen and which we we have done before, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But we're not going out of our way to say, hey, it's evening. We need to be wearing a sexy. Yeah, I think it's kind of cool. Like if you go to like a diner or like a, you know, like kind of a, a, a drive in a diner or a dive. If you like yeah. after you come from a black tie event, that kind of that thing is kind of cool. But if you're going to IHOP, don't wear a tuxedo <laughs> just just for IHOP. Yeah. I mean, I went to IHOP because I was in my tuxedo earlier before, mm-hmm. before that. This exactly. If you club. happen to be wearing a tuxedo and you go to IHOP, it's very cool. And that 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 that, that, that and that um, is also how you should approach regular suiting for that matter. Just yep. regular outfits. Um, but yeah, so if you guys want to get your own, number one, check eBay. I mm-hmm. mean, basically, you can find vintage ones on there. Very cheap. Um, Much cheaper than very, suits, usually. Yeah, so the 100 to, like 100 to $300, depending on condition, uh, age. Obviously, like super early, like 1920s ones will be more expensive than later ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, eBay and Etsy are probably your best bets. Um, same thing goes for the pants and the dinner jackets. If you are accustomed to buying stuff on eBay or Etsy already, you'll know your measurements. It's yep. the same thing. Nothing really changes. Maybe you'd have to check for the vest, but more often than not, if it's a set, if you can fit the jacket, you'll probably be able to fit the waistcoat. It is a little My bit harder to find full sets, including the vest, because usually the vest got lost at some point. So you might And be- if they do have them, they will be more expensive because of how pr- how cool that is. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not too well versed in in the details of black tie just because I only have one. But my black tie vest doesn't have uh, a cinch in the back, which means it's probably a little bit earlier than I thought it was, or at least not probably earlier 30s and than later. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's something you have to watch out for. Uh, you might have to replace the back of the vest, which I mean, no one's going to see. It doesn't really matter. Um, so you could do that if you wanted more room, which is probably something I'm going to have to do if I'm going to keep this damn, this damn tuxedo yep. set. Um, but, but yeah, um, that's basically the number one place to go to. Vintage stores will have them. Usually, again, same prices. Uh, check out Paper Moon or Benny. Benny has a few. 
Uh, he comes across them. Reese's Vintage Pieces. That's where I got mine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, check out your local vintage stores. They'll, they'll have them. And then... Um, if you're if you're buying in a store, like if you're buying new, the first place... Like, let's, say, let's go in, like, tiers of budget, I guess. So, like, the lowest tier... I would. This is not because I work there, but I would. I would stop by J Crew and get our our shawl collar tuxedo, because I think it looks really nice. It has a slightly wider lapel, which not a lot which of places cool. do. Um, yeah. When we had some pretty cool dinner jackets, including one that I really wanted to buy. Here, here's the payoff to that setup. Uh, it was yeah. It was like a. It was like a big like tartan like kind of bright thing that looked very like 1950s brooks brothers and the day i went in to buy it uh the like i started my shifts and i was like time to put that jacket on hold i found out we sent him all out the day before yikes yeah um i mean but in general uh, jake is pretty good i mean i think the, the trousers might be a little bit low rise for most people or for for veteran listeners of the podcast and the mm-hmm. blog um but but yeah, I mean that's one place to place to go. Prices might not be the cheapest because yeah, it's, it's retail. More expensive and than our suits, but still not super pricey. Yeah, um, suit supplies like another one. I mean, most people guys, most guys go there. Mm-hmm. They have again, they have wide lapels. I think they have yeah. both peak lapel and shawl collar. And then so you can also um, get a cape there. So perfect. <laughs> oh yeah, just complete the look. Yeah. Um, and then I would recommend looking at P. Johnson. Uh-huh. Um, I, I really like their suiting. It's very casual. Um, and by that, I mean the structure. There's like little to, little to no padding in the shoulder, depending on how you order it and what you tell the representatives of what you want. Um, but I mean, I think there, I mean, that's like, you know, stepping into the, you know, less than two grand area of the, of the spectrum. Yep. But that's one place to go to if you want to get the kind of the classic black tie look without feeling too stuffy or feeling like you have to get like a pagoda shouldered 30s dinner jacket or a 30s tuxedo ralph lauren always really really impresses me with their black tie um Mm -hmm. there's a ralph lauren store at the mall that i work at that i occasionally stop in and yeah there's always a mannequin in like a black tie rig that just looks immaculate and that's going to be very pricey, probably even more expensive than going full made to measure with PJT. But hey, look, you know, if you have the money, why not? Or you can also look up on eBay, you know, yeah. Ralph Lauren tuxedo. Oh, yeah, really that's another good thing to do. Like yeah. yeah, look up your favorite brands on there. I mean, maybe Brooks Brothers might have some or Vintage Brooks might have a tuxedo. Uh-huh. Um, I haven't I haven't looked at myself again. I have one. I'm done. I don't need another one. Yep. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, that, that's probably where you should go. If you wanted to get like a tuxedo, uh, just remember that your bow tie has to match uh-huh. your lapel. Get one. That I mean, is that's self-tied. I mean, that's yeah, self tying. But I mean, again, I'm going back to the point. I, I don't think people are going to notice if it's slightly off or whatever. Um, the satin one I'm using Spencer. Um, no, mine's from uh, I think the tie bar. I bought it from the tie bar mm-hmm. or something like that. And then. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not that big of a deal. I'm pretty sure it's not satin because it's polyester, but it looks like satin. It's and that's enough, what matters. Yeah. yeah, that's what matters. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, it's like I'd love to be more of a stickler about black tie stuff, but it's like, you know what? I don't give a shit. Yeah, and again, it like, goes back to the whole... I, I don't wear I don't wear spend money spend on something, money on. yeah, where you're not going to wear it very often. Yeah. Uh, any other places that you can recommend? Because after that, I do have a couple like just kind of finishing... Final oh no purchase. no go ahead oh I, I we didn't talk about shirts yeah exactly i was gonna bring that up yeah, so we'll there we'll talk about that a couple ways you can wear shirts 
Uh, I mean, all of so the tuxedo shirts are gonna the, the things that are gonna connect them. They're all usually gonna have um, like in place of buttons, you would use tuxedo studs, which are just little metal stud things <laughs> that that you fasten your shirt with. They all are they are all gonna be French cuff. Um, however, uh, where it differs is going to be the front of the shirt can either be like a bib front with like a bouquet or just kind of like a contrasting weave. It could be be like a pleated front and then you can either have a turn down collar or a wing collar. And personally, I don't like wing collars unless you're doing the full tuxedo and I don't like wing collars unless they have a attachable collar because I think the attached wing collars are too low and it just looks bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with everything you said there. Um, the, the PK front um, that you mentioned, or uh, yeah, it's it's also called a Marcella mm-hmm. front, and uh, I I like that the most. I mean, I think that's because it's pleats. I think I have to iron. I mean, I'm when I wear mine. If mine's wrinkled, I don't care. Mine's uh, who cares? I'm not I'm not a good ironer. Yeah. Um, I'm not I'm not a good iron man either. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Marcella fronts are just cooler. I mean, they're they're meant to be more stiff than a pleated front. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, who cares? Yeah. It's, it's cool. My, my tuxedo shirt, it's, um, it's from like the fifties or sixties. It's, it's, it's soft. So the collar is not stiff at all. Um, it's got a little bit of a short point collar and it's got a pleated front and it completely opens. Um, older tuxedo shirts will be pullover style. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of older, like older, older ones are going to be bib fronts where the front is like starched made of the same material as the collar. And they're going to be it's going to feel like cardboard or paper. Um, I think that it's kind of cool, but I wouldn't necessarily wear it because it seems uncomfortable, <laughs> but I think it looks cool. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, that's one option to me. Again, you can find those at vintage stores. Darcy um, Clo- clothing or whatever yeah. sells. Darcy vintage. clothing, I think has, has a pretty, has a pretty good one, or at least vintage styled ones. Yeah. Um, and also I think suit supply again also has them at the J crew has, Usually has uh, some collaboration with Thomas Mason, at least from what I remember, where they make a tuxedo shirt in the Ludlow fit. I'm or not whatever. sure we're doing Thomas Mason tux shirts right now, but we have a regular tux shirt that's pretty nice. Oh, there we go. Yeah. And then, oh yeah, make sure your st- uh, studs. You can find those on eBay. I mean, yeah. those don't have to be anything really interesting. Like you could go for 24 karat gold or sterling silver. Um, I don't know how old mine are, and they usually they're usually cheaper because people buy jewelry sets and then sell the pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but just make sure it matches your metals. Like, uh, you know, I mean, they're set. So you would wear like, if they're all silver, you would wear all silver. If they're all, gold, if they're all gold, yeah, exactly. you'd wear yeah, gold and then match them with your cufflinks. And again, this is, um, we didn't say this earlier, but dinner, dinner shirts, evening shirts will have, uh, for cufflinks. They won't mm-hmm. be normal button call, uh, button cuffs. And so, yeah, match that with your, uh, with your studs. Yep. Um, if you're if you're feeling any any other last thoughts on shirts, or do we cover it? I think that I think that covers it. If you're feeling particularly dandy and want to wear a hat, do not wear a top hat. Instead, I'm feeling very gentleman's gazette right now. Instead, what you should wear is either just a black Homburg, or even a boater with a black band. Uh, but you know what our recommendation is? Don't wear a hat. <laughs> exactly, because then you're getting kind of costumey. If you wear a hat every day, go for it. But yeah, just stick with those. Or you could be like, I mean, super cool, like in Singing in the Rain, and just wear a white fedora and just be like, fuck it. Like I think that's kind of cool. But again, the fine line between fuck it and ugh is a very fine yeah. line. 
And uh, I, I usually err on... The, I mean, I don't even wear hats as much anymore. I mean, even Spencer still wear, borrows my fedoras every once in a while. Mm. I don't I don't even wear chakras. <laughs> um, <laughs> again, uh, go to sadjokesexplained.com. Yep. Um, oh, yeah, that's one of our f- plugs for sad that we never really capitalized on, uh-huh. which are the whole name of this uh, really hinges on. Um, but, but, yeah, I mean, uh, I was always intrigued by the boater idea, but I never really... I've never done it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not gonna wear it. I wasn't gonna be like maybe I'll I'll try it on before I I'll, I'll try it on before I walk out the door. It's probably not gonna work. Nope. Um, but yeah. Um, and then last thing, what do you think about guys like Mr. Ralph himself who say com- like completely say like fuck it, and then do shit like wear them wear dinner jackets with like you know like beat up jeans and cowboy boots. I feel like I could do it, but I would do it. Not like Ralph Lauren because I'm not Ralph Lauren. Yeah. Like if for me, I would probably wear like the top half and then wear it with like beat up or like selvage denim and then wear it with like my my uh, evening slippers. Mm-hmm. Like just have the jeans like a statement piece or kind of thing. Yeah. I wouldn't. I'm not. I don't have the balls to wear them with like cowboy boots and. Uh, and where you know. would you wear it? Because I was thinking about this earlier today, but I was like, that would be cool to do, but I would only feel comfortable doing that like in an event I was hosting. Yeah, like if it's my birthday, I'd do it. Uh huh. Um, or we're celebrating something, but um, but yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's if I had to, I'd do it that way. But even then, I would probably just wear a, a tuxedo. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you know, you never get to wear a tuxedo. So exactly. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm, I'm sure Ralph gets to do that all the time. So I'm yeah. sure the reasoning behind it is because he's like, I wear this all the time. Fuck it, I'm gonna wear my fucking jeans with this thing. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, I think that's our basic, all that we got to say about tuxedos and evening wear. Yeah. We didn't really get into morning dress because I don't like morning dress. Yeah. And it's like, again, it's that, that's, that's, I think probably worn even less than white tie. That's going to be my yeah. guess. And we don't wear white tie. We only have a, a, uh, a say or dominion yeah. or thunder as I call, as the podcast I listen to called, uh, trivial warfare. That's what they call it when you have like power or or a lot of knowledge you'd say you have thunder mm-hmm. or you lack the thunder um but but yeah hopefully you guys enjoyed this this episode yeah uh we'll have more topics you know like um you know where we get our inspiration from um well that's the one that came up during the <laughs> recording of this what's another <laughs> one that we could talk about you know maybe a couple of brands that we like but that also kind of goes with inspiration uh-huh yeah we'll we'll uh we'll have more kind of like less structured well this is how like all of our episodes besides the interview ones have been but yeah we're gonna we're gonna try to i feel bad saying this because we say this every time we record we're gonna try to we're gonna have more episodes we're gonna we're gonna do more episodes there will be more episodes in the future (laughs) i cannot say at what frequently they will be released but there we're gonna we're really gonna try hard i mean That's our New Year's resolution for 2019. Yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, because again, a little peek behind the scenes here. You know, like I write, I write a blog post every week. Usually, if you guys read them, you know, if, if people, hopefully, people actually read them because there's like close to you know over 2,500 words per per article in there. Um, you know, it, it is personal. It's kind of rambling at times, but that's it. Still takes a lot to do that. And then, of course, I'm a photographer. I've got a lot of and, and a full time job, mm-hmm. so it's kind of hard sometimes to find time to do to do the uh, episodes. But I definitely do want to do it. If we get a lot more support from you guys, um, you know, I'm sure that we'd be more inspired to do it. So please leave a review yep. 
on um, on the Apple Podcast app. Yeah, otherwise if it's you, your you fault could. that these never come out. It's your fault, yeah. personally. <laughs> but no, yeah, leave us a review. Uh, hopefully other people will discover the podcast. And if you guys have any ideas yourselves, um, just, we're mainly active on Instagram. Yeah, so just message uh, us there. I mean, we have yeah, an email. So, but yeah, so you can follow this podcast at <clears throat> Style and Direction, all spelled out um, on Instagram. Also, Style and Direction at Gmail dot com. You can leave me an Instagram message at Ethan M Wong. I'm Spencer DSO. And yeah, just let us know. Give us some feedback. Maybe hopefully you like this one and the most recent one because yeah. it's a little bit again, it's a little bit different than our our typical interview a friend, interview person who works in the thing and then have a discussion. I think this this is I'm more comfortable doing it this way mm-hmm. because uh we know Spencer and I go live on Instagram every once in a while and it's very similar to that and it'd be cool to actually save these things and then have the people listen to them. Oh yeah. So that you know, all that kind of but stuff. But yeah, please send us like episode ideas. Like if you have questions that you'd like us to answer. Yeah, stuff and like that. we have we have ideas too. But we, we want to make sure that you guys who are listening to this, again, the five people, five to ten people that actually listen to it, and uh, will uh, actually will talk to us. And you know, hopefully, you know, we have more of an idea of how we want to keep moving this forward. Because mm-hmm. I really like making content. Me too. It's and it's, I want to make it, sure I, that, I like doing these talks. Like it. It's fun. Yeah. Um, But yeah, we'll see you guys in the next one. (gasps) Bye-bye.